0: hello everybody and welcome back to the tech educator podcast we're here live at teacher studios where today jeff herb and john samuelson Waka patui and myself we're going to teach you how to stay organized organized and organized I want to say thank you so much to our sponsor for this week storyboard and uh want to bring on our guest for the day sam how are you doing today
1: i'm doing really well it's a uh Typically beautiful day out here in California, where our biggest complaint is that there is no rain and we are going to die.
0: Those are two complaints.
1: No, it's one complaint. If there were rain and the water came out of the sky to save our lives, we would be okay.
0: Do you ever have those issues, Jeff, out there in California? Uh, uh, Out there in Chicago, Jeff? No, not not so much. (laughs)
2: Which I can say that I'm pretty happy about.
0: Now, if 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 you had a complaint in Chicago, what would it be? And you can't use the word Cubs.
2: Uh, It would be. Winter. <laughs> I am very tired of the snow and the cold.
0: Nice. We thought
2: we were over it. We had a couple days of 45, 50 degree weather, uh, and it looks like it's going to be trickling down back into the teens again for the rest of the next 10 days. So you can add up the
1: whole week and it doesn't equal 50 degrees. <laughs> there
2: you go. Exactly.
0: Isn't that nice? Well, yeah. we want to say thank you and welcome out there to everybody watching. Of course, you can check us out each and every week, Saturday and Sunday. What am I saying? Sunday night live at seven o'clock each and every week. We are your weekly webinar. You can, of course, check us out at Tech Ed Show. Email us at feedback at techeducatorpodcast.com. And, of course, we love it when you send us show notes, suggestions, and your feedback at techeducatorpodcast.com slash voicemail. And, of course, if you're looking out there, too, subscribe to us here. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at teachercast.net slash YouTube. And, guys, it's been – yeah Walker?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jeff. I was just waiting for my intro. Uh uh
0: one one moment, one moment. I was just telling everybody that this is actually a really really big week for the Tech Educator show. Waka, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but this week marks our 1 year birthday or is it anniversary with the Tech Educator broadcast. Can I get a hell mm-hmm. yeah? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> One year ago, uh, a couple days ago, actually, Twitter reminded us. They sent out this little uh, happy birthday emails. But uh, it's been no. one year of tech educator broadcasting and teacher cast broadcasting. And, guys, I want to say it's been a good year. Has it been a good year for you guys? Absolutely. It's been a great year.
1: Uh, it's been the only year I've ever had, actually, as we uh, <laughs> come up on the NCC conference. Uh, there's another birthday coming up, Jeff. Is, is George Kuros? Uh, no, no. Well, uh, maybe I, oh, I don't know when George, Oh no, I don't. Did I miss George Carlos's birthday?
0: I don't know. Did, did you?
1: I don't know. Probably. I don't know when it is. So I must have missed it and I've almost known him a year and I met him on the first day I was born. So. so yeah. There
0: you go. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well, so... all
1: right Jeff go go talk about the evernotes. The elephant wouldn't talk to me. I stopped by the evernote. You did, house didn't this you? This morning. And the elephant wouldn't come out and talk. You... Why not? I I couldn't even get in the front door.
2: Oh, come on. Why why could it was
1: locked. You... It's, it's not like it's Sunday. But I mean, <laughs> elephant's got to be up, right? Right. I've been I mean, using you're probably it probably all probably remembering everything that we put in the evernote. I'm with
0: you. Well, let's get into our topic for today because I know we have a very, very big audience out there. And if you are watching on TeacherCast.tv, thank you so much. We're going to use our chat box on our website, TeacherCast.tv. And also, we're going to be live tweeting out with the hashtag #TechEducator. If you have any questions for us tonight, tonight we are talking Evernote, that amazing little app that does so much, so many wonders. Now, Jeff, over this fall, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, you did an Evernote for basics, an Evernote beginner app. And I got to tell you. When we did that show, I had no idea what Evernote was. I didn't understand it. In fact, at the time, I was happy to do this show. Now, you can, of course, check out that show over at our website, techeducatorpodcast.com. I think it's number 15 or 18 or something like that. My
2: gosh, was it that long ago? It was
0: that long ago. Hey. We've done so much with Waka since then. <laughs> Some of it was very good. Now, ever since I listened to that show... I got to tell you, I've become an Evernote junkie. I've been able to organize everything. I've organized all of the babies. Basically, they each have a notebook. They each have their, their pictures in it. All their doctor's notes are in there. All of the insurance stuff. I mean, I would not have been able to get them in and out of the NICU um, without organizing everything into Evernote. It It's been an amazing app. And actually, I'll tell you, next week at... WeTech, which is the West Essex uh, Technology Conference, I'm actually going to be presenting on Evernote. So just to show you the impact that that your show here has on me, You've that's completely awesome, turned yeah. me into being an Evernote junkie. So that way I'm that's now going great. around the world teaching about it. So um, well, and
2: based on the way that I know that you embrace new things, I'm sure that you probably know more about Evernote than I do at this point. So that's pretty cool. That's good for you.
0: Well, I'm, I'm interested in hearing what you have. Cause I was actually, I was, we were saying this earlier on Voxer. I've been asked to come to uh, EdCamp Access, which mm-hmm. is an EdCamp uh, for teachers who deal with students with special needs. And they want me yep. to teach Evernote for... Uh, their particular topics and so i'm i'm all sitting back here waiting to to see how things are waka are you an evernote user uh
1: i like evernote mainly because of its uh audio component back back in the day when i where the heck am i (laughs) it's dark down here did
0: i catch you off guard there
1: (laughs) sorry I, i was in the cellar peeling potatoes that's an
0: unrelated story Wait a minute. Wait a a minute. Now that you have
1: a hand, could you give me a hand with this? Give me a hand with that. I was just going to ask. I'm tired of it already, Jeff.
0: How do you peel potatoes with only one arm?
1: (laughs) Well, it would be a lot easier if that arm wasn't covered with fluff. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And (laughs) if I keep up like this, it won't be for long. (laughs) Oh,
0: sigh. (laughs) oh boy we john of course can't make it but if john were here i'm sure he would do some sound effects for us
1: right right that earned a sad trombone i would have thought Uh, at least absolutely
0: now guys i want to make sure that we have enough time for evernote so i want to take care of some some things here before we go we do have two sponsors today and i want to say thank you so much to those sponsors let's get this commercial um in here the first commercial is is for this app fairy have you guys heard of the app fairy I'd
2: love to hear more about the. You'd app love fairy. to hear more
0: about the App Fairy. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick pause while we uh, figure figure out how to finish peeling potatoes with one hand. While we bring you a word from our educational sponsor.
1: What's wrong, sheep?
0: You look sad. Yeah, sad. What's got you down? Bad app. Bad app. Oh no, sheep. Did you buy another bad
2: app? It's no good. Yeah. Sheep. I wish there was some type of app fairy that could tell you about good apps before you buy them. That
0: way you wouldn't waste any more of your money. Yeah. Stinks. <laughs> Don't even feel like jumping. Oh no. What is that? Oh. Um, is that an app fairy? Yes. Uh... (laughs) Sheep, look. You should go to TeacherCast. TeacherCast has good app reviews. That way you won't waste your money anymore. Thank you, app fairy.
1: You're welcome.
2: Wow, that was cool. (laughs) Remember, check out TeacherCast for good app reviews. No more bad apps for you.
1: This webcast is brought to you today by Storyboard That, the world's best online storyboard creator. You can enjoy 25% off any purchase today at www.storyboardthat.com slash teachercast. Once again, www.storyboardthat.com slash teachercast.
0: Alright, welcome back, and today we are talking all about Evernote, and uh, Jeff, why don't you take it away? Tell us a little bit first for the non-Evernote people. What is Evernote? Why is it so important? And how are you using it as an administrator and as an educator?
2: Sure, absolutely, Jeff. Uh, you know, it's tough to really say what Evernote is because it is so all-encompassing. There is, You can uh, b- Google how to use Evernote, and you're going to see about a billion articles written about how different people are using Evernote uh, in every different career, job, opportunity, personal life. Um, But ultimately, it's a way to organize all of your information, whether it be text, pictures, audio, uh, PDFs, attachments, documents, all that kind of stuff. You can put it all into one place and categorize it based on tags, notebooks, um, and it's all sortable. And anything you put in as a PDF or image automatically gets recognized for text and is searchable so uh it's really just a comprehensive tool in order to help keep you organized and many different people use it many different ways and i you know right before the show started i was talking to jeff and sam and we were talking about the fact that there are so many different uses for evernote that i will use it probably differently than sam will use it and differently than jeff bradbury will use it so at any time throughout this uh presentation today I hope that you guys jump in and let me know how you're using it differently perhaps than I am. Um, To kind of start off, like Jeff had mentioned earlier, we did do part one of this presentation, uh, which was like a beginner's guide to Evernote, just to get you started and get you a little bit more familiar with the tools that are available. Uh, What I'd like to do today is take it a little bit further. I don't want to jump into the really advanced part of Evernote because I feel like we kind of need to do a little bit of baby steps. I want to take you into a little bit more of the advanced search feature that's built into Evernote. I want to show you how to use Web Clipper because that is a huge opportunity to get a lot of great information into your Evernote account. I want to take you through Skitch because I think Skitch is a great app and I think it will lead well into Jeff Bradbury's presentation that he's gonna be doing about uh, its, uh, its transition into special education and accessibility for students. Um, beyond that, we'll kind of see where time lends us, but we might get into a little bit of the mobile side of it using your email address to be able to put information into Evernote, uh, using photos, videos, and audio uh, to record, documents and or record information and save it into Evernote Um, but first this is something we talked about uh, before the show and we are going to start using Evernote as a collaborative tool for the people that run Tech Educator and we're going to do our show notes in Evernote and so Sam had a great idea that that will be the first thing that we do on this presentation today and that'll be show you how to set up a notebook that will share all of its contents with the people that you designate so that's the first thing i'm going to do any questions guys before we get going if you don't mind monitoring the chat room and twitter for me in case somebody pipes up something feel free to interrupt me at any time okay so i should probably start by sharing my screen with you that might be helpful in actually doing a demonstration here we go And you can see me, I'm sure. Great. On my computer, I logged out of my Evernote just so that some of you who are maybe getting started, if you download Evernote, all you need to do is go to Evernote.com, you'll find the download link, and it will automatically let you know what uh, version you need to download depending on what platform you're running. I'm running Mac, therefore the version I'm using is for Mac OS. Uh, The first screen that it'll come up to once you install it is this login screen. I'm gonna use my actual personal account because that one is the one that has the most notes in it. I used one last time that was a brand new one, just to kind of show you how you can get started and start categorizing things. But as we start using the advanced search features, I wanna have more notes available to show you the different functions that are available. So if something random shows up, like a teacher's walkthrough, I'll try and just kind of jet past it pretty quickly. Uh, here, let me uh, log in here. Oh, and I have two-factor authentication going, so please bear with me while I... And that's something, guys, that you may want to consider. And two-factor authentication is just a way to have a little bit more added security on your Evernote account. Consider if you are using Evernote as a tool to house a ton of your most important documents and you're only securing it with just one password
1: that you mean the can get same a li- password i use for everything jeff
2: well, that's exactly right sam you may see the issue with that because if you are using that same password somewhere else that means that somebody else at least in one other place has access to that password whether it's encrypted or not uh, the recent happenings across you know all the big market big chain stores will show you that no data is ever 100% secure so what i figure is if i'm going to put my own personal documents into <laughs> evernote it's worth it to me to take five extra seconds like I did just now and use that two-factor authentication to have it text me a code, I enter it in, uh, and that's just every time I log in. So it's, it's pretty nice to add a little bit of extra security. Uh, so to start out, what we're gonna do is create a new notebook and I'm gonna share it with Jeff and Sam and eventually John when he comes back. But for right now, I'll just do Jeff and Sam because they're on here and they can tell me which email address they want me to use. In the Mac version, uh, it's very similar to in the PC version. They did have a pretty big disparity for a while, but they have come together quite nicely with uh, features being mostly the same at this point. So you're gonna find your notebook section and then you're gonna create a new notebook and that is up here in the upper left-hand corner. What I'm gonna do is call it Tech Educator hit enter and you can see that it automatically alphabetizes in my list of notebooks. I guess I kind of moved that pretty quickly here. If you hover over the notebook name, you'll see two options. One is settings, which we don't need to get into right now, and the other one is the universal Apple signal for share this. Uh, we're gonna click on that and A I'm gonna... crowded sh- room. Share this. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, share this notebook the blurb on here, if you can't read it, is you can invite coworkers, friends, families to join your notebook and collaborate on work projects, travel planning, household organization, blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, you could also create a public link to your notebook. And that means that you could email that out to a group full of people. You don't have to specify individual people uh, to gain, gain them access to your notebook. It's more of if you're using the Google Apps reference. You can either share it individually with the people that you put down or you can make a public link that's available and you can share it out that way too because this will be an individual share and that's what i want to show you how to do today we're going to share it with individuals and we're all set so it shows that teacher cast and uh essay writing has joined the notebook and it looks as if there's already a note in here (laughs) you may see here that somebody has created a new note called Craig Yen is awesome and who could disagree with that I mean come on up here you'll see this little satellite thing is blue with a little three on it this is what they call the activity stream the activity stream shows that Sam Patterson and Jeff Bradbury have joined the tech educator uh, notebook that I created and then also that Jeff Bradbury has made an update to the notebook and has created the note, Craig Gann is awesome. So good times right there, easy way to use the technology and it keeps you updated as to what's changing, especially as you start adding external participants to your Evernote, it's good to keep keep track of what's changing as it's being used.
0: Now Jeff, how does this work? Is this like a Google Doc where Sam and you and I can do this at the same time or only one person per note can update it or how does it work with like versioning over top?
2: Well, that's a great question. It will. It's not gonna show you live editing, okay? It's gonna take each person's edits and share it out with the rest of the group. So if you see right now, I just typed in my name and I synced it, my name should now be in each of your different versions,
0: correct? So does it merge the edits or does it take the last date stamp?
2: It does not, it will merge. It does not delete data based on if I'm editing while you're editing and I sync After you sync, therefore, all of your stuff is gone. It does not happen that way.
0: Okay. And then if I come in, uh, let let me just see how this works. If I delete that, and then I have to go in here and click update, then on your end, when you hit update, it should see that I deleted your name. Is that the right idea?
2: That is the right idea. You can see I just synced it, and now my name is gone from my version. Sweet. Okay. Pretty cool, huh? It's just a nice, easy way to keep track of that stuff. So I will move off of this folder, guys, if you want to start the show notes on there, up to you guys. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go now? Let's go to Web Clipper. I want to make sure that we hit that in enough um, time just because I think it's a very important part of Evernote. Uh, Web Clipper is an extension. I use the uh, browser Safari, and I'm going to open that guy up here. This is my email, and we'll get to that later. There we go. If you go to Evernote.com slash Web W-E-B-C-L-I-P-P-E-R, it'll take you to this web page, which will automatically determine which browser you're using and give you a download link for that extension. Um, what Web Clipper is, is really a great way to just get information into Evernote while you're browsing the web. And I will show you a couple examples on how to use Web Clipper and what Web Clipper can do. But the first and most important thing is to actually get it downloaded. So if you head over to evernote.com/webclipper, download the extension. It takes seconds to download; it's a very small file. And then get it going. Uh, you'll know you have it installed when you have the little elephant icon uh, either over here in Safari or on the other side in Chrome. Um, and let's get that going. I'll assume that you'll get that going as I'm talking about how to use it. And what I'm gonna do, let's see, let's go to my paperless classroom. And this of course is Mr. Patterson's blog. And if I'm browsing through his website and I have to excuse my computer's lowness a little bit, it's uh, getting a little angry at me, but Let's go. Do you have some sort of video on here, Sam, or what?
1: <laughs> um, there's a video. There's an embedded YouTube on the bottom. The That right-hand, there's two Tech Educator players. So maybe it's trying to buffer the player. I don't know.
2: It could be. And it but could be angry trying it, to buffer it. I do it. not
1: know that it loads this slow. So I'm... I'm blaming your machine and all of the super awesome stuff you're doing, and it's just going like, "Wow, how do I keep up? I
2: how do I keep up
1: with I'm reflecting, I'm ever noting, I'm podcasting, Are you recording also
2: yeah. yeah, uh-huh, so oh yeah, it's gonna we'll get there, guys, hang tight.
1: I've been doing a lot of screenshot walkthroughs. Yeah, that's using, cool. Uh, I love that stamp right there, the hand gestures one. That's mm-hmm. a toy from inside of Snagit along with the numbered steps, the one, two, three. 2, They auto uh, number. You just stamp them. It's the same stamp. It just changes the number every time you use it. Oh, that's, that's really nice. It really is. It makes it really quick. And my second graders love that. You know, and they'll they'll work together. One of them will have the iPad open to the blog post, and the other one will do it on their iPad, and then they'll switch.
2: Okay, that's it's moving a little bit better now. Excellent. So let's say we're browsing the website, Edudemic, coming up with some different ideas that you want to be able to use, and you're like, oh, man, this is a phenomenal article about app smashing and education. Pretty cool deal. Uh, this is not something that I have time to read right now, but I know that if I'm sitting uh, I almost said sitting in the car in traffic. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that, people. That's, that's something I do, not anyone else. Uh, or if you're sitting waiting for a meeting to start, or you have a little bit of time in between classes, you can, you know, pull up your Evernote, know exactly where it is. You have a to read tag that you can apply this to. So I'm going to click on the Evernote button here. It's going to scan the page and identify what the really good content is and what it can pop out in order for you to be able to read later. Um, You have some options here. You have the article that you can look for. You have the simplified article, which will take all of just the text and the pictures, which is what I typically like to do when I'm pulling in an article to be able to use. You have the ability to do um, a screenshot. So let's just say you have like one little piece of like an image that you wanted to make sure you bring over or you want to be able to mark it up a little bit. Um, That's where the screenshot really comes in and I'll show you that in a second. So let's just say we're going to take the simplified article and move that over. I'm going to tag this. Um, We're going to tag this to read and I have a tag like that already. I'll apply that and I'll just save it in my normal notebook. That's fine. I'm going to take off of nice and men because that was for some reason, my default one. That's kind of funny, Uh, but you can just go ahead and hit save and the beautiful thing here Is that it's been clipped it's actually been moved into that I was still signed into uh, the other one I was demoing Mm -hmm. it earlier this was from the last presentation I'm actually gonna change over to uh, my current one let me just show you how that works sign out of this one and I'll sign back into my basic one just because I want to show you how it comes through into Now the beauty with this is that when it comes in from the web clipper, because you've tagged it, because you put it in the notebook that you wanted to, it's going to make it really easy to find it whether you have three notes in your Evernote notebook or if you have about 5,000, like I do in my other account. This one's gonna show up really easily because I'm, so, I'm sorting chronologically, um, but it just makes it a little bit easier sometimes to. <laughs> you can see me, I was messing around with uh, Sketch earlier. It's kind of a funny image there, Jeff Bradbury. Gotta protect the innocent. Um, yeah, and uh, it's syncing now. It'll pull in. Here's my article and you can see right here that it pulls in pictures beautifully, it pulls in the information with links that are in the article already, gives you all the information and the final thoughts and all the all the, all the important components of that article are brought in for you to be able to read at a later time. Uh, that's one of my favorite features of Web Clipper is that I can fly through the internet find a bunch of things I'm interested in, web clip them to my Evernote, and then as I have time, I can just pull up the text and actually read the article and uh, gain that information in that way. So that's one of my favorite parts of the Web Clipper. Uh, I'm gonna stay in that account while I show you other ways to use the Web Clipper. We can use this article so that I don't risk crashing my computer again. Um, But as you know, Uh, You saw in there that this image and this image did not, or this video, these two videos did not come through. Let's say I like this kind of uh, still image for this video. I can go to the web clipper and do a screenshot instead. Oh, and because I had that set already, was let me again. I'll do the full article. When you do the screenshot, you do have to be right where you want it to be. So you do the full article hit screenshot, let me get rid of this, sorry guys. Let's hold let that. start again. There we go, you get a screenshot, and now you can see that my pointer has turned into a different tool, and that tool will let you mark up this section. This is now your, your uh, screenshot that will then ultimately be saved into Evernote. But before I do that, I have the opportunity to crop it, I can blur, I can pixelate a section, if you want to, like I did with the other picture, blur out a face. You have a type tool where you can add text to your image. You have an arrow tool, a stamp tool, which is pretty cool. Um, And then you can change colors and everything. So for instance, I'm just gonna show this arrow pointing to this building. I'm gonna do a text piece that says, this building looks, pretty round. (laughs) It's very, very high level stuff. And then because I'm questioning the roundness of this building, I'm going to put a question mark on it. It's just to give you a little bit of an example of what you can do with the markup tools in here. Uh, Because this is the way that I want it to be, and this looks good for me. uh, Actually, before I do that, I'm going to crop out some of these ads and stuff here just so that I get really all that I want going in. So
1: those seem to be a lot of the same tools, like the same tools that are inside of Sketch.
2: Absolutely. Yes. It is essentially Sketch as a web extension, um, which is pretty cool. Um, you will see that you know in Sketch on the uh, actual program, uh, you'll have a little bit more control, and I feel like you're, you're able to bring in uh documents and stuff that you want to be able to edit um that you have saved already or that have been emailed to you. But this is great for just web browsing. Uh, once you have it cropped down and everything you can hit save. It'll sync it into uh my notebook and we'll go back here to Evernote and I'll show you that it'll just come right in here. And here it is. And so here's the image with the added little text and arrow and little icon that I put down here, but it's just a couple of different ways to get things into Evernote. And, you know, I'm going to say that not every website will format perfectly when you use the simplified article version and therefore sometimes you will just need to screenshot it or use the whole, um, whole article version of web clipper in order to get the information you want brought into Evernote. Uh, just a couple of different ways to do it and something that I think, Uh, Web Clipper is definitely good for when you're surfing through the web trying to save information, whether it be for students, sharing information for them as uh, auxiliary information for a project that they're working on, or for you as you're you're planning lessons and uh, getting information about what you may want to do for a particular unit. You can tag that directly as you're going through the web finding stuff.
1: Now, as you were sharing that, Jeff, uh, it brought to mind another Evernote tool that I'd like to share really quickly, because I think that it would be great for uh, Jeff Bradbury's uh, EdCamp Access audience. Let's hear it. Really quickly. uh, Clearly, um, if I have a article that... we can grab something with some text in it, right? That... I want a student to read, or this even works with a PDF, but if you have it on a web page and you click on clearly, it takes everything but the main text off the page. And then in addition to creating a much more clear field for reading, you've got this text to speech feature right over here that will actually read the text to you once you're signed in. Um, So that's just another tool that Evernote uses as far as web integration that is great for student use and great even for your own use because I can read this page much more quickly.
0: Awesome. Thank you. We will make sure that we uh, edit that into the the final product here. Jeff, it does certainly seem like there's a lot of – interesting things here i mean i'm sitting here as you're as you're doing this watching through uh trying to figure out how to you know our our new little show notes doc here it seems like it just is gonna work i mean whatever i you know when i'm doing a show notes with you guys i always take our album art and I'm going to put the album art into the Evernote so that way when you're looking at it as archive, you see the album art, you see all of our show notes, our links here. Of course, we want to give a big shout out to Brian and Craig and Peggy and Sarah and everybody else out there on TeacherCast.tv for helping bring in all these different links. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just as easy as at the end of the day, we link the Evernote doc to the show notes. Rather than doing a big copy and paste, what do you what do you think about that? Obviously, if we're going to link the Evernote doc, it's not Googleable, and you're not you're not keeping all those keynotes into WordPress. But but definitely, if we have any big uh, files, I know Sam was sending over some video files that he did with Waka. If we put those into the Evernote, now those are going to be linkable on our show notes page.
2: Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't- it's, it's tough to say what's the most ideal version, and it's do you want your visitor to have to go to an external link in order to get the information? Maybe, maybe not, but um, it's definitely a possibility with Evernote using that public uh, t- public link.
0: Now, Peggy out there who's watching does an amazing job on Saturday mornings for Classroom 2.0 Live, and this is the thing that we were talking about in the chat room here. She has this, these awesome live binders for all of her guests And, uh, Sam, you know, Sam has been on that show and she'll, she'll make up a live binder with all of your stuff on it. And the one thing I just chatted to her about was to go through with web clipper and put all of those things together. It saves so much time to have it in Evernote and then just do link, link, link to it versus trying to work out two or three other third party applications. I know when I'm doing my lesson plans, it's just so much easier to start Evernoting things, um, I don't know. I, there there just seems to be an awful lot of, of great ways to use Evernote for education. It doesn't matter what, what part you are in.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I want to take you into now, uh, because I feel like it's an important way to be able to get to all of your information, is what is called advanced search. Um, mm. Searching is pretty easy in Evernote um, inherently because you can search basically everything. Um, but with that, if you start getting, you know, thousands of notes, uh, you really need to be cognizant of what is in your tag hierarchy and what you need to be able to use in terms of search operators in order to find what you're looking for. So for instance, I have about, you know, 3000 ish notes that are in Evernote and in order to navigate through them, like I know for instance, right now, and this is the example I'm going to show you that I have a business card that I scanned in using the mobile app, and it's from the Boys and Girls Club. And so if I need to get a hold of that person, I could probably just type Boys and Girls Club, but I'll probably also get a ton of information from other notes that I've imported from our relationship with our school a Boys and Girls Club. If I know that I'm looking for just a business card, I know that I have a tag that's called business card. And so what I can do is in the search bar right here, So you can notice that there's only one because it's a unified searching system. Uh, You can use the search operator tag and then a colon, and that'll say that it knows that you're looking for a specific tag. I'm going to do the quotes because it's a two-word tag. So I'll do business, card, and the quotes. And now you see that it automatically, as I'm typing, is searching for some information so then additionally i can either use the other tag i have for boys and girls club or i know that the it actually says boys and girls club on the card itself and so it will optically read that i can just start typing club and you can see that right here michael berger from boys and girls club here's all the information And I could quickly find that information as opposed to just typing boys and girls club and getting all the documents that I would have typically had for them. So uh, it's a nice way to know that you can use this tag operator to search for specific tags and it will weed out all the other documents that happen to say either business card or boys and girls club in it. And get you to exactly what you're looking for uh, without having to root around through all of your different documents. So I do like that opportunity very much. Um, I currently don't have any pending to-do things, but I, let's create a note real fast, and I'll show you how that one works because it's kind of a neat deal.
0: I got it. I
1: just found the checkbox this week, guys. The, it's so cool the, on the phone. Isn't it great? The checkbox yes. oh, is
0: nice. Awesome. Yet. I got to oh. tell you, I, I, am finishing up my grad classes, Jeff. And at uh-huh. the beginning of the semester, I took the syllabus. I copied every single week's assignments. I copied down what the assignments were and I made individual notes for them. And I put oh, a awesome. reminder on Saturday. So that way, uh, cause they're due on Sunday night. So that gotcha. way, every single Saturday, I get a reminder on every single one of my devices. Um, Reminding me that I have my homework done or do what it is. How does it work? And I got to tell you, Evernote is helping me keep everything organized. Every time we have a doctor's visit um, with the babies, we have an Evernote reminder on there between my wife and I. And so that that way, when we do have that doctor's visit, we are then taking notes in Evernote with each other. It's amazing.
2: That's really cool. That's a great use for it too.
0: Can Uh, I I ask a quick question about that? Do uh you have to have an Evernote account? Or, yes. So in other words, okay, and we haven't tried this yet, but I guess I, my wife has an Evernote account and I have an Evernote account. So that way we can do this whole share the notebook thing. Correct. Um, she, but you have to use the free account. I mean, or, you know, you have to at least have a free account. You
2: have, you have to have an account to be able to edit back and forth. You yeah. can view, I believe, without an account, but I think that you have to, in order, if you want to be able to share it with them and have them be able to make edits, then you have to have them sign up for an account.
0: Really good stuff guys.
2: So let me just show you this real quick because this is a great uh, tool that I use a lot when uh, you can see that one of my notebooks is called purchasing. And this is what I use for all of our bills for our building. I'm responsible for our budget and purchasing in the building I work at. And so we scan in all of the requisitions that we do, all the invoices, everything, and I'm sharing it with my secretary. And so as we're going through these different things, I do -do to-do checkboxes on the ones that we need to still pay attention to. Uh, Because I had them all checked already, because we're actually pretty caught up right now, which is awesome, um, I put in one just now, and I want to show you how you can monitor uh, the things that you have to do still. And it's using the to-do search operator. So you'll see that you can do to-do colon asterisk and it will show you all the notes that have unchecked to-do items on them. And so the one I just made a few minutes ago, you'll see right here that I just made it. Uh, It says to-do list, get all work completed, great. And then there's this one that I just threw together here, down at the bottom, pay this bill. So it's a really nice way to be able to identify the things that you still have to do. Um, And then actually, you can also use instead of an asterisk, because that will just show you all to-dos. For to-do, you could do true, or if I could spell, to-do equals true. That means it will only show notes that have checkboxes that are unchecked. Okay and then to do equals false will only show notes that have checkboxes that have already been checked. Okay, so let's go into to do list here, I'll say that I completed this one, and it disappears because I'm searching under the to do colon false. Okay. So it's kind of a cool deal you can easily search between the ones that you have to do, the ones that you don't have to do. If you want to see all of your to-do at, to-do tasks, you can put an asterisk in there and that one comes back again. So it's a nice operator to be able to monitor and maintain all of the different tasks that you're assigning yourself without One of them, you know, being worried that one of them is going to drop to the bottom if you're putting in 10, 15, 20 notes a day based on whatever the uh, ways it is that you're using Evernote.
1: Right. That's that's great, because I just started doing to do lists through Evernote because I always have some device with me. Sure. Um, But this actually is really great because I said, well, I just keep renaming the file but i keep doing it on top of the same file because i was afraid of losing them so
2: yeah no that's a really good um really good point another piece that i'm going to show you here it's another search operator and i know that we're getting bogged down with you know we have running out of time already which is amazing we could do about 68 shows on evernote Uh, but as i'm already committed to advanced search i want to show you one more uh, because you can see here that if i'm looking for a vendor that we use harris bank I have 64 notes that are found. And if I know that I've named this one Harris Bank, there's gonna be a bunch of them because we call it different things. But what I can do is call, do a search operator in title, and then quote Harris Bank. And it will only show me ones that have Harris Bank in the title. So I went from 64 to 25, and that'll narrow down the ones that I know are only about Harris Bank based on the title that I've selected for it.
0: We have a, a lot of questions and comments in the chat room, Jeff. Okay. Mostly they're coming back with, Jeff, can you please do a screencast only on that?
2: <laughs> sure. I'd be happy to do that. No question.
0: Seriously. <laughs> because I agree. And even in my presentation, I, I did lift, borrow, steal, yo-ho-ho, the Evernote <laughs> um, video that they put out of how to do this. Yep. But there's so mm-hmm. many amazing things maybe we can do this in the next couple of days here jeff but it would be really really cool to put together a screencast on just do this the right way because there's so many of these things
2: yep absolutely i'd be happy to do that there's no way i would be able to get through them all in this short amount of time anyway so i will be happy to put that together and share it out i've been working on an evernote series anyway so uh, i think that'll be great and for those of you listening i would be happy to do that and i'll let you know when it's out no problem
0: you know, it does um, seem Jeff like we need to do another to- another week or so on Evernote. I don't know. We have this sure. is a we-, we have a lot of people watching right now over on teachercast.tv and as you said, we've been doing this for the last 35 40 minutes and we've just basically covered almost nothing in in the Evernote <laughs> world, but we've been doing so much good stuff. Um right. I-, I don't Right, know. you
1: can't play B. It wasn't my fault.
0: I- Walker, can I can-, can you raise your hand for a second? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> wow. That is the quality of service that we have here, right here on the Tech TechEd show, where you can follow us at TechEd show. And please, if you have any comments about Mr. Waka you can email us at feedback at techeducatorpodcast.com. And of course, if you want to talk to Walker, you can leave us com slash voicemail. And of course, check us out at teachercast.net slash YouTube. Um, wow. Jeff, Um, if there was one thing that you could suggest somebody to jump in for, okay, let's just say, hypothetically, you're doing this for a bunch of administrators, like I did a few weeks ago, what is the one feature above all features, and you can't say keep organized, like, once you get, (laughs) once you get through the the basics, but what is that one essential feature of Evernote that you say, you got to try this?
2: All right. So it's actually what I've put together already here for you Um, to get started. If you're just getting started, the only way you're going to get committed to using Evernote is by getting your information in Evernote. And they make it really easy for you by creating a customized email address for you to be able to forward any emails that you get directly into Evernote for safekeeping. Now that will also include any attachments that came with it will automatically be moved into Evernote as well and saved with the email as the note of the, as the content of the note. So what I want to show you now is how to access your personal email address so that as emails come into you, uh, you can forward them to your personal account and they'll be saved in Evernote and you'll start, Developing that collection and that curation of information that will keep you going back to Evernote, and that's the key. If you're first getting started, the hardest thing is to start actually using it and using it regularly. Once you do that, you'll have no problem knowing that hey, all my information's in Evernote, and we'll go there for that. So in Evernote itself, you go to the uh, Evernote menu heading and, and go to Account Info and because I know that this will be out on the web for everyone to see, I have already sketched uh, my screen and blurred out uh, the most important component of my Evernote email address uh, because you never know who's gonna watch it. And if anyone has access to your personal email account, they can send whatever they want into your Evernote account and you don't want that to to happen to you. So you'll see down here, I blurred out my monthly usage because uh it's kind of embarrassing um, but um i you could see email notes too you'll see jeff m herb dot and then it'll be a randomly assigned code at m evernote dot com and the easiest thing for you to do is create a contact in whatever email platform you use with this as the email address, and so you can just quickly forward to the name of that contact that you set up. I just name it Evernote, and I can quickly forward a message to Evernote, and it will show up automatically in my Evernote account. I do this at work for all of you that run on Outlook um, at work. I'm sure a lot of you have uh, mailbox size limits, as we do. Uh, Any email that comes in with an attachment Uh, is automatically forwarded to my Evernote account and tagged as email and that way I know that I can delete that from my Outlook account and free up the space on the server and not constantly run into the size uh, restrictions that uh, most bigger school districts have on your email accounts. Uh, It's just a nice way to know that you'll always have an attachment when it comes in and it will also free free up that size for you a little bit too. So I would say absolutely using and abusing that email address to get information into your Evernote
0: account. And I certainly think that that is the most important thing. Um, I use that every day. I have it right there as a favorite on my iPhone and on my iPad. Every email that comes in, like a, a month ago, I had inbox 4,800, and now I'm down to about 1,600. And that's mostly because I've just been sending stuff into um, Evernote, and then through that I'm able to consolidate and make make tags and do the whole thing. Again, Jeff, thanks to you, I've been able to completely organize everything that we're doing here at TeacherCast uh, nursery,
2: basically. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. That's awesome. Yeah. So Jeff, I definitely agree that we'll maybe have to do another episode on Evertoad again in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, and, get into sketch in a little bit more details, maybe some of the supplemental apps as well that go well with Evernote. Uh, I can get into the mobile aspect of uh, Evernote with the apps that are available for iOS and how you can scan documents from your cell phone and have them searchable. Uh, that's something that I was going to do today, but clearly out of time. I, I know but, uh,
0: I would love to see us do an entire show on the apps of Evernote. Because I've got about 15 iPad apps that are amazing that I use constantly. Um, I was
1: using Skitch last week with first grade. I mean, first grade. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really cool.
2: But yeah, let's let's do another episode with it and we'll get deeper into it.
0: Speaking of teacher cast and tech educator programming, please stick with us for next week. We have a great big episode next week. Um, We have the CEO and founder of PodFund coming on the show next week. What is Podfund? Um Podfund is a brand new platform that's going to be launching next Monday. Um it's basically essentially crowdsourcing and crowdfunding for podcasters. And uh, we are going to be putting together a crowdsourcing uh, campaign to, to help out a little bit here, because as you know, uh, we just had some triplets, and uh, I want to make sure that we are able to hear TeacherCast provide quality and amazing programming for you guys the way we have for the last two years. We started the show off today saying that we have our one-year anniversary this week for Tech Educator, and of course, you know, at 9.30 later on this evening, we have PrincipalCast, and we have a ton of great shows coming up, and... We are really looking to get some help. Um, we brought on some wonderful sponsors such as storyboardthat.com. want to say one more big shout out to them and thank you so much for helping us out on our show this week. And, um, yeah, so be looking out for that. Please check that out next week right here, 7 o'clock Eastern. We're going to be talking to the founder of PodFund. Now, after that, we start a three-week – it's either going to be a two-week series or a three-week series all on Final Cut Pro, And this is, of course, uh, in reference to many people coming out and asking me, how do I edit video? What do I edit video on? And how do you make those really cool things? So um, we have a guest coming on, Sam, maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. But we do have a three week series on Final Cut Pro and video editing. Sam, do you want to say anything about that?
1: Sure, John Carippo, uh, in he is the baby daddy of the Q Rockstar Professional Development Series, is a big-time Final Cut Pro guru, and he loves getting teachers making films with Final Cut Pro. Uh, last summer, I was working with him on an aircraft carrier where he got teachers to make their own version of the Top Gun trailer. It was amazing, with, like, exploding special effects and everything. <laughs> uh,
0: How was that again? <laughs>
1: yeah stay classy Jeff
0: (laughs) nice nice and so after that uh Sam do you want to bring up what we're having set up for our early April I mean guys we we have the calendar set here for the for the rest of the springtime here Um,
1: Well, I think it's going to, it looks like it'll probably be the first week in April. We're going to do a reality TV style challenge with the startups in the Imagine K-12 incubator. So they're going to come on our show and they're going to give us their elevator pitch. And then our audience is going to vote on who we bring back next week for a full show and demo.
0: And that's going to be an amazing thing. So stick with us next week. We're talking pod funding The following couple of weeks. We're going to be doing final cut pro. And then we have the first ever tech educator ed tech, uh, reality show where I believe that'll have
1: a better name soon. I promise. Uh, I didn't know we were rolling it out today. No one tells me anything.
0: Walker, you had your hand over your ear.
1: <laughs> no, I was just resting my, my cheek in my hand, trying to look adorable. Nice. <laughs>
0: Of course, we want to say thank you again to our sponsor, StoryboardThat.com, the greatest place to find storyboards. And I got to tell you guys, it is an amazing app. We did a show with them a few weeks ago. Check them out, StoryboardThat.com. And of course, we want to say thank you to Jeff Herb. Jeff, what is happening this week on your channel?
2: Well, Jeff, it sounds like I have some homework now to do. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, Greg. No, I'd love to put together um, a webcast or a, a webcast, a... What is that thing called? Screencast? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Thanks a lot. Walker. There you go. Podcast? You're the best, man. I know,
0: okay.
2: uh, About the advanced tags in Evernote, that'd be great. Um, I would also like to hopefully release another episode of my podcast that I have recorded and just not edited. Uh, I saw that John Samuelson forwarded me an article that was on Edudemic about uh, some podcasts that are people are looking at and uh, listening to and mine was on there i was very humbled about that but it also said uh that one has not been released in a while and people want more so i appreciate the people that are taking the time to uh listen to the podcast and i am have a couple of them recorded i just need to get my button gear and edit them so i will try and get that done this week that has definitely lit a fire uh to get that completed
0: nice and uh yeah. young sam what's going on with the patui chat this week
1: Uh, Patui Chat, this week we're talking about the importance of play in learning. I had a great session at EdCamp Silicon Valley yesterday where there was a bunch of teachers in the room. We were talking about the role of play in learning. We actually got to juggle with someone who juggles with Cirque du Soleil, who also teaches at that school. Um, And yeah, so... Six o'clock Thursday Pacific on Thursday, nine o'clock your time. If the babies are in bed, you should join us for some play.
0: Even if the babies are in bed, I'm probably lying next to them, keeping them quiet. It's been an amazing last two weeks. And guys, I have some really big news on the teacher cast front. Yes, I'm back into making teacher cast videos. People sometimes say, how do I learn all this broadcasting stuff? How do I learn how to put all these toys together? And I got to tell you, I go to a specific website that let me pull this up right here. It is called studiotech.tv. If you haven't checked this website out yet, you got to studiotech.tv. It's two guys and they talk all about broadcasting toys and equipment. Now, this is not your your typical hey i want to go buy a new camera this is like if you're setting up something for your school district or your film club or you really want to get crazy into broadcasting Wirecast, black magic cards that kind of a thing this is a great website and one of the co-hosts his name is mark is going to be coming on the teacher cast show tomorrow morning i have an amazing uh, opportunity to interview him tomorrow we're actually going to be doing a full show on how to put together a School District Film Club, and what kind of equipment do you need? Basically, if money's no object, we're going to be talking about TriCasters and Wirecasts and cameras. And if you have any questions about that stuff, please email me tonight. We're going to do that show around 11 o'clock in the morning um, because he's over in England. So I think that's 5 or 6 o'clock England time. So uh, check out studiotech.tv. There's a lot of really neat stuff going on there. And I guess maybe I should have put that screen up there instead. So join us next week for another great episode of the Tech Educator Podcast. Of course we're talking pod funding, crowdsourcing. How can you be able to help out tech educator podcast broadcasting? On behalf of our co-hosts Sam and Jeff Herb, I want to say thank you so much. Check us out, tech ed show on Twitter. Feedback at techeducatorpodcast.com and of course leave us a voicemail at techeducatorpodcast.com slash voicemail and we will see you archived on teachercast.net slash YouTube. On behalf of the edu babies, thank you so much and have a great last week here of February.